if you had one superpower, one uh-huh. superpower, what would you pick? And why? Telekinesis. Telekinesis? Oh, so mm-hmm. Xavier X up in this bitch. Basically. What would you use it for? Uh, well, it just depends on the scenario, to be honest. But I swear some of these people, they are retarded as hell. <laughs> See, people. telekinesis, I'm guessing with you, it's just, just to get to throw folks, old stuff around at the people or just throw them around? Just throw them around. Ah, so you use your power for evil. Hmm. A little bit, because sometimes people irk me to the point that I wish I could choke them internally. See, it's funny that you actually said that, because my superpower will be unconventional than anything else. It would be a big invisibility, but I will literally use it just to choke random people out. <sighs> Okay. They'll never see it coming. Yeah. But it could also drive them insane because they can't see where it's coming from. Even better. Even deserved. Okay. I mean, think about it. As many people die on one of the damn show when I worked at damn Brandsmart in the returns department, do you know how many times I wanted to go around the damn corner and say, hold on, let me get the manager and go invisible, come back and just choke the hell out of them? Mm, I'm sure. They come back. Hey, the manager ain't here. You all right? Mm-hmm. Just to see that confused look on their face. You know, that's what I would damn do with my power. I wouldn't use it to like rob banks or anything like that because I would be invisible, but the money would still be visible. You just see a bag of money just walking across the damn bank. Mm-hmm. Kind of useless, but not just to choke anybody out. You know, they definitely deserve it. Yeah, it has to be a reason. Cause yeah, but with, my, <laughs> with me, <laughs> I don't need a reason. I just need a reason to choke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Gen Z choke. The people I encounter where I work, they lucky they paid me to be nice. <laughs> They pay you well enough to get uh, be nice. Yeah, I guess. I guess that you can say that. Uh, apparently, all the jobs I done had, they didn't pay me damn not to damn be damn nice. They just paid me to damn be more damn dysfunctional. <laughs> well, I know Brandsmart did that one right there. That funded my damn whole alcohol damn situation. Oh. Uh, me more so when you was in the store or in the warehouse? Oh, no, no. It The warehouse kept the flow going. Returns made me an all-time VIP. and that, That's where that happens. When I mm-hmm. ended up going to the liquor store and it was like first-name basis. Oh. I come in there with my shirt still tucked in. They know I had a rough day because I still haven't untucked it. They're like, yeah, we already got your stuff behind the counter. Uh, that's how bad I don't know. I don't know if you told me that, but oh no, no, it, it that happened. Like there was times when I was literally getting pissed off about a couple customers, and they was just going off for the stuff that they know they did wrong. 
and they want to get to the manager and Miss Jane will show up and they want to speak to somebody over her and you can't get anybody over her. So I and it got to the point where this guy <laughs> had the audacity to pull the race card. Um, I've, I've had that happen before. But what killed me is how the fuck you gonna pull a race card on a black guy when you're black? Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gonna take the um, product back because I'm black? I've, I've dealt with that. Like literally, it was when well, it was when I was in kids that it happened, and. Long story short, I had to call my manager, who was white, and then it really skyrocketed in because she didn't give them give them what she wanted, what they wanted, and they literally was getting all loud. Then pulled the race car and was trying to record us. Uh, they to the point to to the point when that. When we called a higher manager, who was also white, we, me and my manager literally walked away and went to the back. That, that's how intense it got. And then when they still didn't get their way, they go storming out, still recording apparently, as they exit the building. Still didn't get shit done. Nothing. See? That's where my damn invisibility power would have came in and handy right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been through that for sure. Well, on that note, I would like to properly welcome you to the podcast. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Please. the podcast. This is the podcast of anything, everything, and all in between. Where I got a lot to shit to damn say because there's a lot to fucking damn say. It is what it is. And today I have a very special guest who I love dearly. Who has we known each other well over twenty years since high school. Yeah, that's true. So, I want to let everybody know I got my girlfriend on the podcast. Finally, something we can interact with. Yes, let the <laughs> bells ring, angel sings, and if y'all don't shut the damn fuck up with the damn fireworks, anyway, ain't even Fourth of July yet. Welcome to the podcast, sweetie. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't <laughs> Thank you, but literally that's what's happening outside? Yeah, like, and the thing is, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, David, and they was popping fireworks in his neighborhood over there in Des Moines, Iowa And right before you jumped on here I'm hearing fireworks going off. I'm hearing like the big ones. Like the actual performance was like it lights up the sky like freaking Katy Perry fireworks. Oh, okay. We're like two weeks away, maybe three weeks away from Fourth of July, which is your birthday. 
Yes, it is. And, wanna... they, and they pop it out five words. Like, can somebody explain this to me? No, you can never explain it. It's just people. It, and One. See, and that's another thing is they definitely need to teach in school as well is people skills and ignorant people skills. <laughs> I think they learn the ignorant on their own. Yeah, had a trial by error on that one. Mm-hmm. But I want to go down memory road with you and talk about the good old days. Stuff that we okay. haven't talked about in a long time. Like, okay. the stuff we dealt with in high school. Okay. Now, me and you definitely ran in before we even literally linked up in art class. We was in two different social circles. Oh, you had your own social. I wasn't in nothing. <laughs> See, I went to school and went home. That was it. So you was that book smart girl that just went to school, did your day, went straight home. That was it. That was it. <laughs> See, me, I, I was that new kid in every school because even if it was my first year or second year there, I always jump from one school to another and I always been a new um, kid and I always find myself like not with the cool kids and not with the jock, but I'm like somewhere in, the, uh, in between. I was in that rare group where I was friends with the cool kids. I was mm-hmm. friends with the jocks. I was friends with the geeks and the freaks. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I can remember some people's faces barely, but not their mm. name. But if I go out, motherfuckers pulling me on the side of their road. Hey, you went to no Clay High School? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even I can kind of, I can kind of recognize faces a little bit, but yeah, names are sometimes oblivious to me, especially when I see them on social media. Yeah, this is, and that's the thing is, and when it comes down to high school, like everybody talking about what y'all gonna do for y'all twenty year anniversary, like class reunion. Um, here's the problem in our generation: before we even graduated high school, yeah, class reunions was a thing. But by the time twenty years hit by, we're now in the digital age. There's no class reunion. It's Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen a few collections. I've never went to them. Because they're not like legitimate reunion. They're just like hanging out in a park somewhere. I ain't doing all that shit. Yeah, like, and half mm-hmm. of them, I don't give a damn. Even, it wasn't even in our social circle. Because in the social circle that I got, became a part of was the royal court. With a group of damn idiot friends of ours, mm-hmm. and they they took me in like like a lost puppy on a freaking road, mm-hmm. and they took me in, and we just hung out. We didn't even hang out in the gym. We hung out in that little back room, like where the band was in the chorus. Well, you 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 didn't do the gym until you created your own. Yeah, see, that's another thing, cause that was our little hangout spot, that little back room with the chorus with Mister Carroll class was. And for y'all don't know, Mr. Carroll was our music teacher. Him and his brother, Mr. C, because they both name was last name was Carroll. But you had to differentiate mm-hmm. between Mr. Carroll and Mr. C. Mr. C, bald headed, mm-hmm. kind of stern. 
Mr. Carroll, on the hand, he was like the black Bob Ross. Yeah. Just on too much caffeine. Like, so <laughs> that man. <laughs> he had a yeah. lot of Yeah, he had energy. He was a little jittery sometimes. But we had our own little area, and no matter where we was, how late we came in, how early we came in, we all met up in that one little area, and then we had our own little set area during lunch that we always sat by, and that's always been that thing. So when half of them graduated and half of us moved up a grade, it cut the group in half, so I wanted to continue that tradition. And during that time, I met you and met other friends and mm-hmm. Royal Court 2.0 was born. And now we have mm-hmm. one session on the top right bleacher. Mm, yes. Nobody else sat in that damn bleachers but us. That's true. Mm, nobody. We all kind of gathered there. And at that time, for you being a basically a bookworm, literally didn't really hang out with anybody. I was shy. I was shy. Like, how did that feel from going to where you was to like being like in that group? Well, like I said, I I was a paranoid little one. I was and always overthinking things and wondering what people thought before they even knew me. Mm-hmm. But being a part of the group, at least I kind of had someone or, or s- some people to kind of lean towards and just try to just be with. Because I ain't gonna lie, most of the ones in my grade, there's no way that I could be friends with any of them. So that's why it's funny that I see them now on Facebook trying to connect with me when they didn't even connect with me in high school. Okay. Now, I get that, because I, I done had a couple of people that uh, they tried to friend me on Facebook, uh, but most of them would be from, like, our old job over there at CSC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had high school ones. I've had different ones that are still literally in my request that I have not looked at. I have not confirmed my number of friend requests have come to uh, almost 140 plus. Wow. Wow. And who knows how long they've been on that damn waiting list. Oh, uh, it's a bunch of them that's been there for years. Three, four, they five should, years. They, they should give up by now. <laughs> There's one that says 13 years, really. Mm-hmm. 13 years? Yeah, there's one on here. That's 13 years. I got one in my request that I do not want to freaking like hit us up. And I told you about this particular person, and it's not somebody from high school, it's somebody from my job, like my old job. And Mm -hmm. the weird thing about it is, you're the reason why I'm not even at that job anymore, and yet you want to friend me. Then that's why it's a no. Yeah, and I'm just saying here, like, you had the audacity to, like, friend me out of literally two years after that situation. All of a sudden, hey, I'm going to go ahead and friend him. You fat motherfucker. No. And, and just to clear everything up, the history between me and this asshole, he's from Puerto Rico, young dude, younger than me. 
Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, he was like 27, 28 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He looked like Gabriel Iglesias if Gabriel Iglesias wasn't famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, he, he Gabriel always said there's five level of fat, big, healthy, healthy, fluffy, and damn, that man was teetering that damn. Okay. And he was the most... And- this is brand smart? Yeah, this is brand smart. And this is okay. when I was working at the warehouse at the distribution center. Mm-hmm. And he had a sister named Rosie that worked at the actual store who I knew. But he tried to get cool with me and kept showing me photos on his phone about some random damn girl and stuff like that. Trying to be buddy-buddy. But yet, he would be the laziest supervisor I have ever damn dealt with. And we dealt mm-hmm. with lazy supervisors in our mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker took it to the whole new level. He's sitting there with a Tupperware food, eating with a fork, stuffing his damn face. When a customer come in, he just looks at you. While you're in the middle of doing something, he can easily just walk, which he need to, to walk, walk 50 feet to the customer, did a little thing on the computer, and then I could have been on the machine, grabbed the item, dropped it off. We could have did that. Could have been a tag team, but no, he was too lazy to fucking walk. So I got pissed off at him mm-hmm. to the point where one of the customers, uh, one of the delivery guys, had brought back like a golf club. Um, they took from some customer's house, and it wasn't like a nine wood or it was like a little. They wedge. took it from the house. Yeah, because the customer gave it to them, and they were like, "Well, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna damn do with." I said, "Well, I fucking damn take it." And it was kind of bent at the end a little bit, so I had to straighten it up. So okay. me and another coworker was just playing around with it, and meanwhile, this stupid ass supervisor is literally doing the same thing, not doing shit or anything. And me and three other coworkers are literally busting our ass, and he had the audacity like, "Why y'all so tired?" <laughs> I wish someone would. Oh hell no! It's <laughs> the fuck out of me, fat boy. What? <laughs> No. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm getting fume on this one. So I'm holding a damn golf club and I'm just swinging this damn shit. And I'm basically playing with it, but I'm giving him the I'm a fuck you up eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to fuck him up with the damn golf club. No, no. I'm not freaking them like doing Caddyshack on his damn ass or having Gilmore <laughs> on him. No, no. No. I'll throw hands. That I'll- would be bad. But it would be entertaining. But I digress. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, God. it's just, I'd rather go straight WWE. I don't go throw hands on them. But I'm not going to use a golf club. That That's just that's just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respectfully whoop your ass. And then disrespect you later. That's the difference. But Yeah, I'm, that is a difference. And then leave out for vacation. Come back. And what killed me about this day is that moment when you know shit's about to hit the fan is when the lazy workers start actually doing work and they're not ma- and making eye contact with you. Something's about to pop off. Why he make contact with you? Because oh, it, it wasn't him. Just because he had to work? No, no. Here's the thing is, he comes in in the afternoon. It was the manager, Allen, who was also the laziest in there, who was always falling asleep. Because I sent you pictures of this man. No, I, 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 I remember. So when I, I saw I him on the forklift, so when I saw him on the forklift actually pulling routes, I went, "Wait a minute, something ain't right." 
Then the uh, district manager pulled me out to the side, and I could see HR and everything. And they pulled me out to the room. Then Alan comes in there, and they said, "Well, have, do you have a golf club in your cart?" It's the first question they ask. I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Do you have it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's in my cart right now." And they told me to bring it out, and they said, "Well, there's people saying that you are making threats with it." I had, you didn't make no freaking threat. <laughs> I literally said to his face, "Who? Who is this people who make it say that I made threats?" Because in our department, there's only three people that work there. When mm-hmm. this shit was going down, two of them left early. It's just only me and him. Who? Mm-hmm. Who? Said I'm making threats. Who? 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 So they're like, we're not gonna say names. I said, you don't have to say oh, the name. I already know who it is, boo boo. I know who it is. Just because he's a little scary, but. <laughs> and then keep in mind, this would be the same people that say, I ain't scared of you, man. I got a gun in my car, man. I I do this. I I'm like, okay, uh-huh. whatever. But yet, you scared of a black man with a golf club. <laughs> And you from Puerto Rico. I know huh. there's some Latin people who probably gonna listen to this like, no, I just would have shanked them. I know half of the Puerto Rican people that I didn't know have a knife on them. This man got scared of me of a golf club. Well, so if I remember correctly, well, this was before he went on his weight loss journey or oh, whatever. No, no. He was supposed to, and I'm putting up air quotes on it, he's supposed to went on a weight loss journey. I went back to my old job when to go visit some um, friends over there that still work there at Brandsmart and I saw his sister. The sister lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. She showed me a picture of him. He still looked the same. Oh, oh well. <laughs> So I don't know what late he long weight loss he done like probably this two hundred plus damn pounder weight off his damn shoulder because he knew a black man gonna come after his ass. But yeah, you gonna send me a friend request after that? Nah, you got high school no. people thirteen years. I got a fucking fat Puerto Rican literally trying to be a friend me like ain't nothing happened, Bruh, I still want to smack the grease off your neck. Yeah, you don't forget. <laughs> I said, you let it go, but you never forget. Exactly. And one thing I cannot forget is this one story because you have to tell me this again because it's still funny as hell to me. Mm-hmm. The moment that you jack somebody up in high school oh. off the ground. Yeah, the one and only time I decided to wear an actual skirt to school with my heels and boots and stuff. Of course, they were never used to that because I was always quiet and meek and all that stuff. Just they're, they're, they're used to those diva girls that was always showboating and all that shit around. Yep. But this dude had a legitimate crush on me apparently. Because I can, I get sensitive because like I said he would follow me around and stuff like that so long story short and yes he was as big as he was about your size if not 
smaller. Okay. But he thought he could... <sighs> Well, let's just say he thought that just because those other little ratchet little holes would let him touch them, thought that I would do the same, and he was wrong. So he he was walking behind me. He was trying to get a quick grab, basically. Oh, he was trying to do the reach. Mm-hmm. Basically, he thought I wasn't paying attention. But I clearly was, and I literally did a 360, grabbed him by his neck, and dropped him right there. <laughs> and he, he, I can just imagine, because I remember back in high school, you was only like a buck 20. Yeah. Like five mm-hmm. foot three. Mm-hmm. This guy is about my size, around about 5'11", close to 6 feet, 200 plus pounds, and I just remember... People telling me about somebody getting lifted off the ground a few inches by a chick. I didn't know who they was talking about until you told me this. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, damn. And at that moment, after literally meeting you in art class and hearing that story, yeah, you was definitely in the crew. You was definitely in the crew. That was the story that, that got me in the crew. That was the moment. That was the moment right there. Because you was already cool. Because me and you talked about video game and wrestling and art class. Mm-hmm. And you was my only female best friend in high school. But when I heard that story, I well, was you know like what? I, said, I didn't know I was your best friend. No, because the thing is, because when you think about best friends, you think about that one friend you grew up with for the damn longest or known for a long time. But you always have a male and a female one. And for most of my life, my whole teenage life, I always had male friends. Mm-hmm. Never had a female friend until you came along. Okay. So that's almost like when it comes down to friendship, like you can't be friends. Now it did blossom to other things. But during that time, it was just like, yo, this girl is cool as fuck. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to get the damn class. I was known for damn skipping in class, but I couldn't wait to get the damn art class just to just see you. Okay. See, that, that was another thing I learned after the fact. Because yeah. I didn't pay attention to nobody. I went to school, did my work, and went home. Now, there was something I touched back on earlier, uh, a particular job that me and you worked at CSC. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we done seen a lot of weird shit at this job. Uh-huh. And for anybody that don't know, CSC is basically crowd management. It's the ones you see on the football field or any stadium with the yellow shirts on. They got the big CSC. That shit, right? We basically security as people called us, but we were just crowd management. Uh-huh. You don't really see them that often. There are other... They, they still companies now. Yeah, it's different little live events, but there's a few still sprinkling around. I, I see them on the on, on the Facebook, still mm-hmm. sprinkling around out there. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you a question, and it's a two part question. Okay. What was your favorite event to work, and what was your worst event to work? Let's start off with the good one. My favorite? Yeah. We did so much. So yeah, much, so much, so much. To be honest, like I said, probably the same as your favorite. WrestleMania was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was epic. Mm-hmm. 
but we had quite a few concerts that I enjoyed. Now, what was your least favorite? Like, the one you couldn't stand? You'll get mad at me. Mm. Since you're a Bama fan, I hated... (laughs) I hated the championship. Which was the one... You know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) Alabama versus Virginia Tech. Tech game Uh, right there. (laughs) I hated... I'm sorry. I know you're a Bama fan. I know all that, but I hate their fans. You don't have to be sorry on that. I get it. I hated that event, but we had the best stories for that shit. (laughs) Oh my god, them Alabama fans was insane, but once they get the alcohol in them, it made it ten times worse. Oh my god, to the point where the guy shit on himself. Mm-hmm. Well, that was your story. I, I didn't participate. <laughs> hey, you trust me. You didn't want to participate in this, like mm-hmm. at all. And it, and I'm still trying to piece it out till this day. I'm still trying to piece that out because I keep mm-hmm. telling friends and coworkers about this story, and they're like, "What the hell?" And they think I'm inside. No, I started outside in the gate. Yeah. I, I was a bad check supervisor. Mm-hmm. And, and this one skinny, nerdy little white boy was just wobbling down the sidewalk and he just passed out in the little lawn, little hill area. So I went to go check on him just to see is he okay? Do you have any friends or family nearby? Yo, do you have your ticket? This man pulling out his wallet. I'm like, I don't want your money. Appreciate it though, but I need mm-hmm. your ticket so I can find somebody in that session to let you know you you are plastered out here plastered. Mm-hmm. well technically we weren't even supposed to let them in if they, they weren't coherent no. and that thing is he stayed outside I told him to stay where he was and have my co-workers literally watch him while I went to go ahead and look for somebody so I mm-hmm. go inside and I'll go to the session I go into the row I'm asking after I got his name I'm like yo y'all know this guy y'all know this guy y'all know this guy nobody in that row knew who he was so he came in by himself Mm-hmm. So as I get up the damn steps, not even five seconds after they get on top of the step, this guy, a hundred and sixty pounds, white guy, just face plant right on the ground, right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Oh hell! So we got to call in it on radio just in case he needs EMTs. Yeah. So we had to call Dome Control, which is the brain center of the whole Georgia Dome. Rest in peace, Georgia Dome. Um, yeah, these people act like it never existed. It's still the same spot. Yeah, Mercedes Benz <laughs> Stadium. Look, y'all beautiful and everything, but bitch, we Georgia Dome natives up in this bitch, all right? So, and I'm calling the Dome Control and let her know, yo, we got a guy who just hit his head on the concrete outside in this session. They're like, just stay with him, all right? And his friends picking him up, and I was like, "Just stay still." We got. He's like, "No, no, I'm good." I said, "No, we just got to get you lit there before we can go and let you go by." And he's still walking, and his friends holding him up, and we're passing by the hot dog stand, the ketchup stand, and as we pass it by that, you can smell the pretzels, you can smell the pizza, you can smell the hot dog. Then I started smelling something that don't smell like food. Mm-hmm. And now I'm confused because I'm like, I know I took a shot. What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And then I turn around and I could see a trail of something brown going to the ground, leading towards him, like 
melted Hershey Kisses going this way, and it's running down his leg. I'm like, oh my god. Mm. This would even yeah. 20 seconds. 20 seconds after I called Dawn Control. <sighs> yeah. And at that time, our manager, Greg, was in the booth at the time. He was in there watching everything that was going on, hearing everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I had to call them saying, yo, uh, the guy will tell you about it that fall. Uh, we're going to need a mock. This man had um, an accident. Defecated on himself. Yeah, that's a better word. That's, trust me, that is the only technical word that I wanted to use. You mm. already know what I wanted to damn say, but mm. I couldn't say it on the radio. You can't, you can't, no. Greg knew. Because Greg got on the radio with a pause saying, he what? Don't make me say it again. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. make me say it again, man. He said, what, he, what happened? He defecated on himself. It's running down his leg. Do you want me to give you a description? He was like, no, 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 no. We get somebody over there. So I'm staying with him the whole time. The friend is walking him towards the bathroom and people holding their nose like, oh my God, what's that smell? You know what it is. It's shit. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what your own shit smell like, yo uppity motherfuckers. So it's in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just saying, like people don't know what their own shit smell like. Like, what is that smell? Like you never smelt yourself. Shut up. You shit roses. That's what you damn do, huh? Whatever. So we go into the bathroom, and the friend is trying to clean them off, and and the friend trying to hug me. I'm like, I'm, I'm giving him the the original social distance. They're like, nope, back up. Mm-hmm. Go in there. He said, "Man, look, I appreciate you being with us and being patient with us and everything." Like, and I look outside through the bathroom door. I can see the cleaning crew show up. He went, "What the hell is that smell?" I said, "Look down." Mm-hmm. His reaction: "Oh hell no!" <laughs> I think that man quit that day. <laughs> I could imagine. And he's like, man, I'll buy you a beer or something like that. Whatever beer no. I was drinking that made him do that, I don't want it. Because it was something that the stadium did not sell. And keep in mind, I wasn't even supposed to be on the inside. I'm trying to look for the damn drunk dude. So I had to go back to the damn drunk guy to make sure he's still okay. There was these mm-hmm. two white girls that were uh, watching over him. They was taking care mm-hmm. of him. But I see him like... That was the craziest experience. I, that whole day was hot as hell. And then it stank out there. And then I had to deal with that. So I agree with you. Keep me I'm from Bama. And I love my damn Alabama fans. But during that game, I was embarrassed. Yeah. Well, I actually can add more to it. Because after you left, there were some that were... Worse. Worse than Adolf Schindler? Yeah. Because oh, you didn't work you didn't work music midtown. Oh, I've been wanting to hear about this. I heard too many stories. <laughs> it, it it was a shit show. It it really was. Yeah, the concerts and the stuff was cool. But from where I was posted, I saw everything people passing out left and right it it was not it was not good it was not good it was it wasn't just drunk people it, it, it was drugs it was all of it it was 
all of it. It was insane. And then they had the audacity to try to keep us there and wouldn't let us be released. It, it, it was a lot. It, it, it was a lot. No, no, see, that right there, I can expect from using Midtown in Atlanta. Like, I can expect that because where it was and the different talents that was on the stage, you're going to have mm-hmm. different demographics in there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I can expect that. And I know there's many stories when it comes to using Midtown because there are a lot of people talking about, oh, how good it was. No, that's fine and dandy. I want to hear the nitty gritty. I want to hear what happened in the in the seating areas out there mm-hmm. in the general mission area because that's where uh, the real action is at. Well, technically, it wasn't seating because, like I said, they had the stage and people was just standing. Like they had the different stage areas and everybody was just standing in front of the stage. See, you had people literally like doing drugs and stuff like that. You seen anybody now fucking in the middle of the lawn? Uh, trying to think do I remember yeah I'm pretty sure it did but maybe I didn't physically see it I'm pretty sure that happened I witnessed one and of all concerts it was the weirdest damn concert not because mm-hmm. of the band because I love this band it's just mm-hmm. the weird time to do it yeah this was during when we was working Disturbed in Lakewood area. Uh-huh. Uh... And they didn't have me at the front of the stage. They didn't have at the gate. They had me roaming. So me, Derek, and a couple other guys, we're just walking around making sure everybody's good. So we're just going from one exit to the other, through the lawn, making sure everybody's going to up and up. Couple what was that group called? I forgot. Uh... They used to call y'all something. Oh no no that was disturbed. No 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 no. I'm talking about the, when they had y'all in a group together just roaming around. They used to call y'all something. <laughs> <His> squad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They used yep. to call y'all something. I was just like, okay. Yeah, the hit squad because they did us three in particular because they know we were gonna get on somebody's ass. So mm-hmm. during that damn time, we're literally roaming through the online, and a couple people was asking us questions and just generic questions like, "Where's the restroom? What's this?" And mm-hmm. one guy, the usual. and as I'm walking by, I'm listening to the concert because that's my band on stage. So mm-hmm. I'm singing along to it, and you know they stopped me, like, "What you know about that?" I pulled out my phone, I had music on my phone, and that that showed them every damn album that I had on that bitch. Like, yo. I listen to them. So, mm-hmm. instant friendship. And then I look over to the corner of my eye and I can see there's like a group of folks in a circle. Okay, we think it's a mosh pit because we had just ran into one mosh pit where this girl who was like 119 pounds was ransacking these guys. Mm. This girl was throwing elbows. These guys was bloodied up and she's like, y'all want another one? Let's have some fucking fun. I'm like, this girl getting laid tonight. I don't know who she with, but she getting damn laid. Uh-huh. And we look over, and we thinking that's another mosh pit. So we go up there, and people are looking, but it's not like a big area for a mosh pit. It's kind of like, like something is going on. They kept looking down. So me and the uh-huh. guys went up there, and we try to push them like, "Excuse me, coming through." And this girl is literally riding this damn guy in the middle of the freaking lawn, while uh-huh. you hear "wow" in the background. 
Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know I would ever... I, I, I just now started listening to that song more without having that freaking thought in my head, but for the longest time, I just kept down with the sickness. Uh-huh. This girl was getting down. Well... So we had to break that up and then the cops had to be damn called uh, over there because y'all exposing yourself in front of everybody. Uh-huh, which is against the law in a public setting. So, and they're like, boo, boo. Like, well, fuck out then. I don't give a fuck. Pull up, zip up, get the fuck out. That's it. Like, what the hell? Like, y'all got y'all going to a hotel later. Go in there. Like, you doing it out here. You don't know how many people pissed on that lawn. Exactly, it's nasty. Hey, what in the hell? Well, you know, I had a similar thing because you know they after a while I kept being put into the VIP. Remember when I had to deal with that, and I had a couple in the the men's bathroom. Yeah, the oh, same yeah. thing. And I had and I had to say it over the radio too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, which I don't know. So, at the end of every concert. Uh, we do an egress. Uh-huh. We just sweep everybody out the arena or whatever we at, and uh-huh. and we do a gentle push. I y'all thank y'all for coming. We don't put our hands on. We just tell them thank y'all for coming. This is this way until they tell us to do a hard push. Then we get a little bit more authoritative. Yo, uh-huh. get the hell out of here. Go leave. Get the fuck on. So we thought you we was clear. But I remember you were still there. I'm like, why you haven't clocked out yet? Uh-huh. And then we hear people literally running back and forth to the bathroom, going to the ATM to the bathroom. Like, what the hell's going on? Uh-huh. And then when you made that call on the radio, we was in logistics and we uh-huh. heard it on the radio. If you could have heard every guy and girl in there busted out laughing. I'm sure. One jackass out. Ooh, I need to go to the ATM. Shut your ass down. <laughs> it was the stupidest shit I've ever They're like, they doing what in the bathroom? Like, uh-huh. there are girls in the men's bathroom taking money, doing uh-huh. um, snorkeling, <laughs> per uh-huh. se. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I said that. I don't, I don't no, no, no. You didn't, you, didn't say, you, you didn't say snorkeling. You said something else, but the way you described it, it like, she, they're doing... Adult activities to guys. And I don't, know. I don't you, remember. It's you said it's something in that in that realm, and we just looking because we the guy one of the guys who went to the ATM told us what was really going on. So mm-hmm. what you were saying they were doing was favors. Yeah, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so they doing a hold your breath contest up in there. We yeah. were coming up with so many different names with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like oh my god! So luckily we was already clocked out, so we couldn't then do anything. So they had to get somebody out there to get them out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, just working those concerts is like the wildest things. Like it may have been wild, but I enjoyed every minute of it because you it always made things interesting. It really did. Now. Moving on from that, I do have a couple of questions for you. There's going to be some odd questions. Okay. Something I never asked you before. So, what animal would you think would be the rudest animal if they could talk? 
The rune is amethyst. Hmm. You gotta think about that, huh? Yeah. Um. Like you what, ostrich? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, Kevin Hart did have a little run in with a damn ostrich. I I know he probably had to sit a couple of shows worth, but I wouldn't pick an ostrich though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I would say a cat. Well, I mean, well they, yeah, they, they they are some rude bastards. I mean, <laughs> they can be, they can be, but no, 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 not not that they can be. They are them. They are some rude assholes. Yeah. For even back into Egyptian times, cats was fucking worshipped. Yeah. So they, and people still worship them. Still you, got, you got people who are cat people. My niece is a cat person, <laughs> and. But you think just the look on their face, you already know they saying some foul shit to us right here. Mm-hmm. Especially when you scoop that damn loot uh that kitty litter. Yeah, you pick that shit up. Yeah, I made that for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe ever, I don't you know, know. Look at any video of a cat washing a human. Any cat and I seen I had two cats, socks and boots. Every time we clean out that kitty litter, they would constantly look at us and look down at it. It's like, yeah, 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 we did that. What you gonna do? Yeah, pick it up. Like, they just had that look like, yeah, you gonna pick it up and I'm gonna do another. Yeah, I'm gonna drop another one right there as soon as you clean that one up. <laughs> like, they just they got that asshole mentality to them. Knocking shit over oh, yeah. all those in your face. One animal, me, other than cat, I would have thought a dog. No, no. Not I just any dogs, so. the little ones. The tiny, uh, the ones you call barking beanie babies. Yeah, anything that bounces when it barks is not a dog. All right. Oh, stop <laughs> it! Dim little damn bastard, because those are the most aggressive little dogs. Any small little dogs, Pomeranian, freaking any little dog that make these little footsteps when they walk, it's a little oh, asshole. God. They're uh, cute. They're cute. Don't get me wrong, but they're little assholes. And you know the little fluffy ones, the big furry ones, the small ones where you barely, you hold it in one hand, those are the fucking Karens of the cam canine units. I know it. You can't tell me otherwise. Oh, Lord. They getting carried in a damn purse. They looking like, hey, what's up, humans? How you doing? This is yeah, my bitch. Yeah, but that's not, this. it's not necessarily the dog. It's the human. Yeah, but if yeah. dog can damn talk, this is exactly what they be saying. Yo, this is my bitch. How you doing? This is how I roll. Oh, God. <laughs> like, you, like, have you ever thought about any weird shit like that? Like, just a random thought that popped in your head? Like, I wonder what that damn dog be really damn thinking when he, I, and, that, and that was one of the thoughts that came out like if an animal could talk which one you think would be the rudest the rudest I'll still, still say the damn cat and the little bitch ass little dogs uh-huh. I'm sure there are other more exotic ones that are just as rude <laughs> I'm sure nah 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 I'm still sticking with the goddamn cat. Mean ass pussies all around. Oh, good lord. Mm-hmm. Now, another question for you. You're mm-hmm. a very big Disney fan. 
Yeah, to an extent, yeah. You, way more than me. Like, everybody. Yeah. Anybody has their own. We're really a cartoon fan. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that will lead to this question. So, there's a lot of cartoon Disney movies, if you have watched that. I only scratched the surface on. Not because they're not bad or good anything, it's just it wasn't my cup of tea. But majority of them is the princesses. All the princess mm-hmm. movies. Uh-huh. Now, with all the princess movies that you have seen, all the anime yeah. ones, Mm-hmm. Which Disney princess do you think will make the best spy, and why? The best spy? Yep. Uh-huh. Well, the obvious would be Milan. She would be the obvious, but um, technically, I think Merida, the the one from Brave. Oh, the redhead. Mm-hmm. She would. Really? Why is that? Just her mentality, her independence, her like I said, she was actually like her mother in the in the film. She like they they butted heads. Like the father, he was happy go lucky, blah blah blah. He and she had crazy brothers, but she always wanted to be her own person. But her mother kept trying to make her. The princess, the one who prances around, who just get married, all that stuff. Mm. But no, she she figured out a lot of things on her own, a lot. And then she decided to basically stand up for herself, say that she wouldn't get married to nobody. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she actually would make a good spy. But yeah, Mulan would too. And actually, I think Tiana would too. Oh, shit. You having a whole Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiana. Yeah. She would too. Did you just add Tiana in there just for damn diversity? No. I just mean <laughs> in the whole aspect of their stories. Yeah. Because Tiana was very smart. Very smart. <laughs> very because in her story like I said she was trying to have her own restaurant and the two guys who she was trying to buy a building off of tried to swindle her basically after all the money she had put down and saved up yeah that's what they tried to do (laughs) they tried to do and then she went on that whole adventure and everything and then the money didn't matter because she got the guy without trying to get the guy (laughs) who she didn't even like Mm. See, I, I, I could, I could even then pick. I could even name. I could only name like three Disney princesses. Three? How? Like I said, the only ones that I know. Was, which Which movies have you have you never that, watched? That, wait a minute. That if I name, if I name. All right, run run down the list. I tell you yes or no if I've seen it. Sleeping Beauty. Ooh, no. Aurora? No. I know Snow White. I read the book. I read the books, but I never watched it. You never watched the movie. Snow White. No. You've never watched Snow White. She was the first one. Yeah. Again, read the book. Never watched the um cartoon. The cartoon. 
Okay. Um, Keep it going. I know you've watched Aladdin, so you know about Jasmine. Hell yes. So it's not that long. See, I know you've watched Mulan, so not that one. You've never watched Mulan? Are you kidding me? I never watched Mulan. How is that possible? I do not know. I honestly do not know. I remember when it came out, and I don't know. I I gotta look it up. Like what movie came out during that time when Mulan came out? Cause I seriously uh, ninety eight. Okay, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So oh, in June. Oh, I know why. Um. So the movie came out in June fifth in ninety eight. I had just graduated from middle school, and me and a couple of friends. Literally went to Six Flags from like that morning to damn night. Mm-hmm. And the whole weekend we went over there. So we weren't even thinking about any TV or movies at that damn time. Mm-hmm. And when we, okay. after the whole weekend was over with, everybody talking about Mulan this, Mulan that. And Eddie Murphy was in it. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm looking at like what? Yeah, but no, never watched. I kid you not, I have not even watched five minutes of it. I'm going to set you up and make you watch the movie. <laughs> I swear I'm gonna do it. Okay. You, you're not gonna know when, but you're you're gonna do it. The only one I won't torture you with because I hate it myself is Frozen. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I would, I would turn, I would put in two weeks' notice on this relationship. It would come down to Frozen. Hell no. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't even like that one. So that's the only one. Say, what other one have I can't put wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disney Princess. Have you haven't seen Pocahontas either? Once. Okay, so you seen Pocahontas. Okay. Once. Well at least okay. Um but, but to be frank, I only made it halfway through. After she did her song, that iconic song of hers. Mm-hmm. I checked out after that. Um, well, no, well, actually, later on was the best part, so you kind of need to rewatch it. Anyway, um, wow, okay. So that means you damn sure ain't watched Cinderella. <laughs> nope, I probably watched you. Probably, no, actually, I know that one. That the original one? Yeah. I ain't talking about the brandy one. No, hell, no, fuck that. No, no, no. The literally boo. Yes, yeah. I have watched that one multiple okay. times. That's okay. the first Disney princess I know. Yeah, that's the first one you know. Okay, okay, so you know Cinderella. Okay, so you probably haven't even watched Brave with Merida. You probably didn't watch that one either. And as much as I will. And the thing is, I was interested in watching that movie, and I just that never one, that the one you, that one you would have liked. I never pulled the trigger. I never mm-hmm. did. Okay. Yeah, I think you would have liked it that one. Yeah, I'm gonna sabotage you and make you watch it. <laughs> All right. I got a list of a couple of Disney animated movies ranging from, let's say. 
the early earlies to like <laughs> the last the last animated one. Mm-hmm. So and some of them we kinda already touched on, so we're gonna go I'm gonna name these movies out. All you have to do is say yes or no that you have seen this movie. And, okay. I'm, gonna this, and I'm gonna do the same thing. Cause I know majority of these you have seen. Okay. Start off easy. Beauty Beauty and the Beast. And yes, the that's the other one I couldn't think of. Yeah. Yes. Many times, yes. Watched it. Mm-hmm. We already know if another easy one, Lion King. Everybody loves yes. Lion King. We know everybody that. loves Lion King. All right. Bambi. Bambi was actually hard for me. I probably I have watched it once, but I know when I was younger I actually couldn't take Bambi's mother dying, so I had to fast forward. Uh you I'm gonna tell you this right now. You was today years old when you found this out. I just watched that scene like a couple of weeks ago of Bambi's death. I have never mm-hmm. watched the movie. <laughs> Another one. Okay. Pinocchio. I've seen Pinocchio, yes. Yep, did that one. Of course, another classic, Jungle Book. Yeah, I like the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't watch the, the other, the ones after. I, I like the original. I like the cartoon. I watched the live action one. Mm-hmm. The live action one was actually good. Like, surprisingly good. And when, mm-hmm. when you see that snake, oh my god, that shit looks so fucking real. I, as a grown man who loves horror films, that freaked me yeah. out a little bit. I'm like, that's too real. Mm-hmm. Lila and Stitch. Yes. No. You've never watched Lila and Stitch. Nope. It is so fun. Aristocats. Ohana means family. Absolutely one of my favorites. I have not. Here's the thing is, you got Aristocats. I never watched that. But All Dolls Goes to Heaven came out. I, I was all in for that. I love All Dolls Goes to Heaven too. But it, it was kind of heart wrenching too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I still cry to that one. That one in Homeward Bound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch Homeward Bound. Oh my god. Okay. If you're going to have me watching freaking Mulan, we watch it Homeward Bound 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Especially the second one when Sinbad was in there. Oh my god. That shit was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it, but I, I'm like you. I don't think I watched it all the way through. Oh no, no. When I watched I went to the theater to go see it, had it on VHS. I walked the hell out of that damn tape. I watched it so many damn times. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Of course. I have. Uh it took me a few tries, but I did. Did you watch all three? I only watched the first one. I ain't know they had three. That's three. Yeah, there's one with her daughter. Wait a minute, she- and then it's another expansion one with oh. Wait, wait, the, wait a minute. The, Hold up. She got a yeah, daughter? Yeah, she does. She does have a daughter. When she went up to the surface, she had a daughter with Eric, and it got the reverse effect. She wanted to be a mermaid. Wait, hold up. So you telling me this girl, this animated damn freaking mermaid, who was 15, mm-hmm. got with this guy who was Basically in his twenties. Mm-hmm. Got a kid to get oh hell no, I ain't watching oh, the game. Oh, you 
No. You know, animation don't kill. I know, but hell no. No. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Disney dirty. All right. Um. Yeah, her daughter' name was Melody. Tangle, never seen it. Tangle was okay. I, I kind of had the reverse feelings about Tangle because it was like the controlled aspect. Mother nails dad, and she the one that envied her because of her power. So, so she basically was using her to stay youthful. So it was a it was an evil aspect to that. Cause it was more of an adoptive relationship. It wasn't her real mother, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So no, mm-hmm. those are the classic ones. Cause you know, Hunchback and Notre Dame. I watch. But mm-hmm. now let's get to the newer list. Okay. The ones that recently came out or that we know well enough. The Emperor's New Groove. I like the Cusco. Never yeah. watched it. You should, because Eartha Kitt was amazing. (laughs) 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 Okay. It is on the list, like, because I I do like David Spade, so I do want to check it out, but I just never... But but Eartha Kitt is my... Mm -mm. Uh, now there's one movie that you you told me that you watched and mm-hmm. you fell in love with this movie. Now that the hype as these people has took it all over, especially now this song I love, mm-hmm. but I still have not watched this yet. Encanto. Really? Still have not watched that. Oh, it was I, such a sweet movie. I can, it was. I can listen to We Don't Talk About Bruno. No, no. Mm, I can listen it, it, to that. But, no. It, it, it was relatable because, like I said, she was technically the outcast, but she had such a happy-go-lucky spirit because everybody around in her family had powers, and she was the only one that didn't get one. But in the long story short, she ended up being the reason that tied them together. Even though at first they thought she was breaking them apart, but that's not what was going on. Alright, now what I'm going to do, the last thing we're going to do here is you have this book that we have found at Barnes & Noble called Book of Questions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go through Three random questions that you asked me, and this is how we're going to end this podcast. So you flip through the pages. I'm going to say stop, and you just mm-hmm. pick a random number. You like blindfold or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you pick that question, and you answer it, and I answer it truthfully. Okay. Okay, I'm starting now. Stop. Okay. What was your most foolish moment in life? Ooh, most foolish moment in life. 
I'm trying to think of one that really stands out. Feeling foolish. Oh. Uh, oh. So. And this happened in front of everybody in the Turner School. Mm-hmm. So when I was in the Turner School, my mom would drop me off at her friend's house who lived right up the street from the uh, school. And so I had perfect attendance because ain't like I was going to skip any damn thing because I had eyes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there was this one girl that I wanted to talk to, uh, but she was kind of standoffish a little bit, but she still would talk to me, but it wasn't like talking, talking. Mm-hmm. So during that whole school year, I wore her down. And we was vibing well to the point. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm actually going to get a girlfriend out of this before we get out of it and go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And that's when she told me she already had a boyfriend. Uh, the, I, the life literally just left my body. Life. I'm sure. But she kind of led you on, too. Yeah, and that was the thing that dawned on me. Like, not that she just had a boyfriend, that she, this girl literally was playing around with me because she wanted with her boyfriend and would basically use me. All that emotion was coming through. And she said that, like, in front of, like, while we was doing, like, an attendance and everything, and she said it loud, but not loud, mm-hmm. like she was screaming it. And people were mm-hmm. like, oh! I didn't want to talk the whole damn day. I was so pissed off. I, I was done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my foolish moment that I ever had. Like, I felt like a fool then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm starting again. Now. Okay. What moments would a gallery of your life contain? Ooh. So I had a gallery of my life. What would it contain? So photos or flashbacks, things that stand out <laughs> that would. Okay, so I will have to. I can't do it by decades on that one, but I, I couple of, that pops out. Uh, some sad, some of them was accomplishments, and some of them was just a turning point in my life. Hmm. Uh, the first early earliest memory uh basically the origin story uh is just seeing a silhouette of my dad in in the darkness mm-hmm. he came to when i was like 4 years old and he mm-hmm. gave me like this drum kit but I never got a clear look at his face because it was so dark in that house and nobody turned on the damn lights. I don't know why the hell we was in the 80s and nobody turned their lights on. But I never, mm-hmm. to this day, I don't even have a picture of him. But I just remember just seeing in the doorway just him standing there. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first thing that would show up there. So growing up without the father, that that's the only image I see. And with Father Day... Like when this episode come out, it's already not happened. But Father's Day is still a sore subject with me on that because of that. But you have other yeah, father figures who replace that. Yeah, that, that. That's the thing. Some father figures that I did have, which leads to the next moment, was sadly passed away a couple of years ago. 
Yes, I know. I remember. So it, it really like, and it, and it's not like like most people say with family. Like, no, most of my family is still in Alabama and some of these other states. It ain't like I mm-hmm. just go down the road. But with Harold, he was down the road. He would come over. We would talk on the phone. Like this guy. Known for twenty, the longest I known you is the same as long I known him, and I knew him a little mm-hmm. bit longer. Mm-hmm. And he was always there for me. And when he passed, that broke me more than it broke his two sons. And we was mm-hmm. we we was the bloodline, basically before the bloodline. Mm-hmm. So so that would a uh, picture of Harold would definitely be in the gallery because that was this guy took another woman's child and took it as his own and they were gonna get married this man was like the father that you wanted to be everybody talk about tv dads like the carl winslow's or the philip banks no harold mm-hmm. johnson would be it right there that's that's sweet uh, that you, you you thought so highly of him oh my god i, I was willing to call this man dad I was ready to say it. To this day, he I, I will still call him my unofficial dad. Um another moment, um Piss Against the Wind, Axe Thorn. Yeah, you haven't done that in a while. No, because everybody had broke off and went to other uh venues and some travel in the world, some got engaged, and they travel in the world, one in another state. So everybody spread it out. But there's another one nearby in my county I might look into on that one. If they do league, I might jump into that one. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to get back into it. But just that whole experience of Aston, I fell in love with it since day one. Mm-hmm. So that right there, and I got the medal to approve it, so I'm good. Still got my asses, so that will be up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, another memory that I will put on the wall, I think it would be in high school. Uh, <laughs> you remember that day that uh, we had to make kites? Yeah. That mo- that freaking memory stays in my head the whole time because I was the only one that almost flew. It yeah. almost flew. Yeah, it did. Nobody else flew, but I almost did. Hmm. We was the closest, damn it. <laughs> okay. But we worked hard on that damn thing. They looked nice and pretty. You put your artwork on there. Oh. So yeah, that will just the creativity, the group creativity, like that will pop up in my head. That will be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the damn April Fool's jokes on there. I mean, that's a dark history. No, <laughs> no, that was a dark history there. Uh, and I think the last thing I'll put on there, because. Of course, you will be in the own separate wing. That's too many memories right there. That that's a whole separate wing in the gallery. Mm-hmm. But for me, the last thing I will put on there is. It's a toss up between meeting Amy Lee from Evanescence and working WrestleMania. Oh, 
Um. It's a toss-up. Mm-hmm. So, both of them going up on the wall. But yeah, that would be my gallery right there. Okay, moments that just would stand the test of time. Oh, yeah. You ain't, you ain't taking no shits away from me. Well, then I have another uh, question. Mm-hmm. What would you consider the biggest enigma in your life? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's something that I found out recently that I have not even told you that like when it comes down to games and videos everybody has their own particular favorites mm-hmm. I, I I, you know have now got into damn factory building games and stuff like that which is satisfactory has basically took over my damn whole damn day because it just puts me in a zen moment mm-hmm. but there's one moment this is one in, uh, enigma moment that you will not know um, is I have a personal cry day and I'm not a you cry have a, you have a personal cry day yeah so and I just found that out because it is it's never like a set day it's just mm-hmm. and it's come in the weirdest moments or when I watch a particular videos and it's only these videos that gets me mm-hmm. and I don't know why because all it is is showing kindness but just the story and seeing it, it just gets me teared up instantly because I was just watching a couple of them where mm-hmm. this guy saw, and this is when it really killed me. This guy walked by, he posed that he was on the phone and he walked by this homeless guy and he just dropped some money on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he watches what the homeless man does with the money. Okay. The homeless man gets up, he's trying to get the man's attention, but it apparently it didn't work out. So they watching him from the car, and keep in mind the guy who dropped the money, he's in on this. Mm-hmm. The homeless man goes to Dollar Tree, buys a bunch of stuff. He goes back to his area. He's putting things in separate bags. Then he gets mm-hmm. on a bike and he goes to different homeless people in the area, and he's giving them toothbrushes. He's giving them body wash. He's giving them a snack, water. He's giving them mm-hmm. every little thing. So he did this, and then when he came. And went back to the spot. The guy came back and asked him, like, yo, I dropped some money when I walked by. And the guy, in the honest, he was so honest. He was like, yeah, I tried to flag you down, man, but you just kept walking. He said, yeah, but I couldn't get him uh, made it back. He said, man, I'm sorry, man, but I spent it. He was so apologetic and he was scared. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, don't even worry about it because I'm doing a social experiment and we watched you the whole time. And what you did was incredible and everything. And gave this man a thousand dollars just for being a decent human me. So, I saw that. I got the feels. Then I went down the next video. This would kill me. This guy posed again as, he. this time he posed as a homeless guy. And he, okay. just sat, and he just sat down next to folks. And people just got up walked away. People mm-hmm. walked by and didn't say nothing. He walks up to this girl who was on her laptop on the bench. A little white girl, college student white girl. And mm-hmm. he sat down on the bench. He's like, can I sit here? She's like, sure. And then she started asking him questions. Like, you doing okay? And they started having a conversation. And he just asked, like, yeah, can I get some chance? I can get something to eat. She's like, I'm a broke college student. But 
you know, I know times are hard, and she started talking to him, and they was having like a nice little chit chat. So he gets mm-hmm. up and he leaves. He comes back, tells her, like, yo, this is the whole thing. Social spirit, man, you were the only one that actually sat here and talked to me. Mm-hmm. And gave a damn about mm-hmm. somebody. So gave her somebody. I felt a little salty discharge coming from my eyes. <laughs> and then I went down the rabbit hole and mm-hmm. this one killed me. This little boy, he was about maybe 14, 15 years old, was selling his sneakers. Like Jordans, Air Force Ones, all of those. Just trying mm-hmm. to make some money. He's been out in that area for hours. Didn't sell mm-hmm. not one shoe. And I mean, you could tell this boy did not have no business. And he's talking about, oh, I can sell this one for 300 but I, I, I could do it for like 150 But I really like these shoes. And you could tell that he loves those shoes, but he don't want to give them up. He don't want to, but he was doing what he had to do. And he was trying, he said, look, it's low key, personal man. I, I, I just need to make money real quick. And the guy said, look, I ain't got nothing right now, but let me head back to the crib and I see what I can get. He's like, all right, man. So he leaves, and he still watches him for four hours. Not one person came up to this kid. Mm-hmm. So he comes back, and he was surprised that he came back. I thought you just didn't want to uh, I thought you wouldn't gonna come back. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. So he started talking to him and found out that his sister had got into a bad accident in a car wreck and needed money for the operation. And he, he was just, he said, look, if I even get $300, that'll make my mama proud so she can be able to sleep at night. He's like, oh. And it, he, 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 you can see the sincerity in his face. And the guy mm-hmm. was like talking to him. He said, look, how much do you want to sell for all these shoes right here? He said, I, I can give you all of these for like 300 He said, all right, look, none of these are going to fit my feet or anything like that. But I can give you this. Gave this man literally $2,000. And told oh, him to wow. keep the shoes. And, and told him to keep the shoes. <laughs> the boy had to take a moment and walk to the bench and sit. At that moment when he cried, I cried. Well, I can understand that. Because that is a blessing. And the thing is, those are the only videos that do that. So anytime that I've got so much stuff that's going on and you know I have a lot going on, I literally mm-hmm. pull up those videos. I pull up those videos and I have me a personal cry day. Okay. To be honest, it's actually very inspiring. There's nothing wrong with crying. Never. You need a release. That's all it is. Yeah, but you gotta understand, as a damn guy, we as boys, we was always growing up to be damn tough. So it's hard for mm-hmm. us. I know, I know. But it's also a thing that you're um it's Human? It's okay to have emotions, basically. Like, I know that now. It's just from when you growing up to when you go from mama to dad, dad to I want milk. When she started making full sentences, you was groomed to be a certain way. And that thing mm-hmm. carries with you all the way. And you toughen up all the way through. So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard for a guy to literally have that moment. That's why you, t- you see any guy crying, he's like, no, I'm good. I just got allergy or something in my eyes, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what we was told. But it's coming out more and more. And I'm glad on that one. But it's just sometimes our... Our feelings don't really matter at some damn times because any commercials or any ass you see, they always talk about the woman's emotions and stuff like that, which is perfectly fine, but nobody say anything about the men's and it just is what it is. 
So, no, it's kind of changing. It's changing now, but during then it wasn't like it was not like any guy that they cried unless he was a soldier. Nobody gave a fuck. That's how bad it was for us. That's why we always bottled our emotions. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time, and the only damn time on this fucking podcast. I'm gonna admit that shit. <laughs> it ain't nothing wrong with uh, crying. It takes a real man to cry. So I know. stop and, all that. And I got like fucking fifteen videos of videos of me fucking crying to even last one of damn rabbit hole. But <laughs> end it right here. But did you have fun? Yeah, it was. It didn't feel like exactly. It just felt like us talking. That's all it is, and that's why I'm glad that I finally have you on here. Cause I wanted you to hear from me. I want to hear more from you, and this interaction. Cause we do this outside the podcast. We do this on a when we out and about. Yeah, we just talk about random stuff. Yeah. And it's just like stuff we've seen, stuff we've heard. Yeah. So it's just one of the things. And one last little news before we get off the damn podcast. If you're a big WWE fan, she was yesterday years old when she found out Ricochet was white, and I was too. Oh, stop it. <laughs> this was anything and everything and all in between. Thank y'all for listening. We out this bitch. Say bye, sweetie. Bye bye. <laughs> Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep under, but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless, so they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity for everyone internally I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with
my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say, yeah I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build